If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. The Hopkins fire. We found the cause. It was arson and a suspect who is believed responsible for starting it. Starting this 257-acre blaze has been arrested. His name is Devin Lamar Johnson. He's 20 and he's from Ukiah. He was arrested yesterday on suspicion of arson and has been booked into the Mendocino County Jail. And there aren't any specifics about the possible motive yet. And firefighters continued to make progress yesterday dealing with the wildfire, which began Sunday in an unincorporated town of 682 people. And it's about six miles north of Ukiah and contains was increased to 60% on Tuesday evening. I cannot believe that someone would do this to <laughs> an area. Yeah. Like it just blows my mind that someone would be just so vicious towards uh, a Bay Area that city where wildfires happen often we're dealing with them enough. Yeah, so like I said, there weren't any specifics about the possible motive, but you know, I, I'm glad they're figuring it out and hopefully justice will be swift and they will take care of this. But we just want to thank our firefighters for continuing to make progress and we're thinking about you and we're thinking about your families because we know you're out there fighting hard. Have some sad news to report. Comedian Norm MacDonald has passed away. He was 61 years old. And reports say that Norm MacDonald had a near 10-year battle with cancer. He took on the fight privately. He hid it from family, friends, and fans. And MacDonald was well-known for being a cast member on SNL from 1993 to 98. He anchored Weekend Update for up to three seasons. You're lucky enough to be alive when you think about it. And I'm so happy every day. You that I'm alive be. because it's just a fluke. There's so many, many more people that never got to be alive. And even though with his cancer diagnosis, he continued to perform on TV and comedy clubs for years after he left Saturday Night Live. Just want to say this is a huge loss and rest in peace, Norm MacDonald. Yes, his Burt Reynolds, impression, Burt Reynolds impression on Saturday Night Live was like one of my favorite things ever. So yeah. funny. So you're right. We we're thinking about his friends and family at this time. Well, Casey Musgrave, she had her first performance at the VMAs this past weekend, and it was, I must say, absolute perfection. Uh, she just dropped her new album, Starcrossed, on Friday, and her performance absolutely wowed the crowd and kind of elevated her return to music. A lot of pyrotechnics involved in this performance, yeah. and it was amazing. And a lot of people are considering the song she sang, Starcrossed, at the VMAs. It's supposed to be about her 2020 divorce from Rustin Kelly, um, which was really hard on her. And she's come out and say that that really took her by surprise. Her performance at the VMAs was my perform- favorite performance that happened at the VMAs this year. It was it was great. She was amazing. So if you didn't know, she's actually hitting the road, kicking off her Starcross Unveil tour early next year in January uh, with special guests King, Princess, and MUNA. I'm not familiar with that band or that artist, but... Uh, um, tickets are on sale now at CaseyMusgraves.com. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. You are not going to believe what my dog did last night. You ain't nothing but a So my fiance Cole bought Remy this toy. It actually looks like a little chalice, like a gauntlet or something that you would like drink out of. He got it from uh, BarkBox. 
And it has a hole in the top where you like put treats in. Have you seen these, Tanner? No. Okay, so the idea is like you put treats inside of the toy and the dog is supposed to work to get the treats out. That's fun. Um, But I put the treats in last night and Remy, my dog, was like watching me do it. So I give him the toy and I just like watch him for a second. He takes it, grabs his like paw in like the perfect position, flips it over and dumps the treats out. Well, you have the Steve Jobs of dogs right there. I was like, this was supposed to be like a full endeavor. This was supposed (laughs) to be like uh, a wild road trip, but he made it like a trip around the corner to the corner store. Like it was supposed to be a whole thing and he was supposed to spend like three hours on it. And I I just looked at him and I was just like, "You're, you're kidding me, right? You just outsmarted me. He probably looked back at you thinking can't outsmart me you should have seen his face probably so proud of himself seen that dog yeah. he's just like i got you <laughs> <laughs> i mean i thought it was pretty smart yeah no. and you know i've seen animals do some pretty crazy things but yeah. what about you tanner like have you what's the smartest thing you've seen a pet do uh my uncle marty he has a dog named lisa and he trained Lisa to go to the fridge. And I've seen videos like this on social media, too. And it blows my mind whenever I see it. He has a little rope attached and tied to his fridge. And Lisa knows how to open the fridge and grab a beer. Wow. So it's pretty dang cool what you can teach your pets to do. Or in your case, your pets can teach themselves. I don't think I could teach Remy how to do that. But <laughs> he's, he's smart, too smart for his own good. Yeah. Um. So we're getting some great comments right now on our Facebook page. Facebook.com slash Amber and the Tanner in the morning. Asia from Santa Rosa said, My cat is quite a character. She's on prescription food and hates it. So I mix the dry food with a little meow mix. She takes a mouthful of food and drops it on the floor and picks out the meow mix. <laughs> I've also trained her to sit for treats. Oh, I didn't know cats could do that. <laughs> uh, Becky from Santa Rosa says, My cat will wave at you when prompted as she sits at the window. Seriously, people have seen this. She raises her paw to wave at you. And Pixie from Sebastopol said, Save my life by not letting me sit down or go to bed. She kept pushing me to walk and would bark in my face if I uh, sat down until I finally drove myself to the hospital and spent the next 13 days there. Doctors told me if I'd gone to bed, I would have died that night. Wow. Wow. You know what? I don't think Remy could do that, yeah. but he can get treats out of a, <laughs> out of a toy. <laughs> Good personality with some good music also. The best morning soundtrack. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Today I am absolutely pumped because tonight I'm going to my first San Francisco Giants game. What should I know before I walk into Oracle Park for the very first time? I've been wanting to go for a long time and it's finally happening. I haven't seen any live sports in three years. So my vaccination card and I are ready. Amber, when you live back in Georgia, would you go to a lot of Atlanta Braves games? I went to a few, not very many, um, but it was always a fun time. Yeah. Yeah. I used to go to a lot of Mariners games, too, back when I lived in Seattle. But now I'm a Giants fan. They clinched their spot in the playoffs the other night. So we want to know, before I step foot in Oracle Park for the first time tonight, what is something I need to know? Who are they playing tonight? Uh, They're playing the San Diego Padres. Okay. 
So they're not playing the Mariners or anything like that? No. I'm I mean, going purely as a San Francisco Giants fan. <laughs> I was going to say, maybe don't wear a Mariners jersey. Oh, I won't. I don't even, <laughs> I don't even own a Mariners jersey or really? anything like that. No. I mean, I don't know. You seem like one of those people that would wear a Dallas Cowboys jersey to a um, <laughs> San Francisco Giants game. So I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> Just with you. Are you just messing with me because I, I just, got a bunch of, I, I got run <laughs> through a ditch because I wore a cowboy well, shirt. Well, that's my advice to you, but Val from Santa Rosa <laughs> says that she's going Saturday and she suggests that you download the ballpark app so you can bring your own food to your seats and things like that. Yeah, love that. John from Windsor said, uh, took my oldest son last night. Have fun. Get there early to park and bring a jacket and concessions only take card right now. Oh... Good to know. Yeah. No cash. And over 15 people are saying that I need to buy garlic fries and get a first game certificate from guest services. What is a first game certificate? I did some research on it. Apparently, when you go to your first Giants game, you can go to guest services and they print out a little certificate that says, this is my first uh, San Francisco Giants game. (laughs) Wait, okay. I thought maybe you get a discount on something, but it's just like something you can frame. Yeah. I mean, I'd love a discount too. I'll tell you that right now. (laughs) If there's anything else that we need to know, give us a call right now. 6361-HOP. Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now. 6361-HOP. 6361467. Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9. I'm looking for some money-saving hacks. I decided, and I've talked about this extensively on the show, that I might get a second job, but I've decided that I just don't think I can handle that. My body, my mind. (laughs) So I'm just going to find another way. I'm just going to pinch pennies where I can. So, you know, I do like the typical things like make sure the lights are always turned off. I coupon clip like crazy. I only really drive to work and back. It drives me crazy when I have to put gas in my car, so I really try to avoid going anywhere. Um, so I'm, I'm looking for some more money-saving hacks. What you got, Tanner? I think you should download the Acorns app. Uh, it's something that I use that basically takes your spare change and throws it into an account that you can't withdraw it super easily. Um, you can do that. You can set up payments on it, so you throw $5 in it for a week or whatever. It's kind of the type of thing where you set it, you forget about it, and you have money saved just in case for a rainy day. Hmm. Why can't you access the money easily? Well, you can, but it takes up to seven business days to get it withdrawn from there right back into your account. Oh. They also take your money and make very small investments, so you actually earn money when you're doing that. Acorns app. Yep. Give it a shot. <laughs> no, right. seriously, I've, I've uh, been able to make a lot of money and save a lot of money doing that. All right. Well, I might I might look into it. I might try that. We're getting some great comments right now on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash froggy929. Margaret from Runner Park says, wear a hoodie instead of turning on the heat. Okay, I'll just <laughs> freeze to death, I guess. Or in Sonoma <laughs> County. I don't think that's uh, quite helpful right now. Uh, well, not right now, but yeah, yeah, I guess turning up the heat costs a lot of money when it is cold outside, so she makes a very good point. But John from Petaluma says, turn off all the plugs before leaving the house. And Laura from Santa Rosa said, make packed lunches instead of going out to lunch with your coworkers every day. That has saved me so much money. Make packed lunches. That's such a great idea. Well, if you have any 
money-saving hacks that have absolutely worked for you, please let us know. By giving us a call, 636-1467. Amber and Tanner in the morning. They're the first voices I hear in the morning. Makes you forget you're in traffic. Brightens up your day. On Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. An English woman was denied an Airbnb booking after the host learned that she was going to see a heavy band the night of the booking. So the woman's name is Kaylee, and she was having a conversation with the Airbnb host when the host asked which band she was going to be seeing on the 21st. And uh, Kaylee replied that she was going to go see this heavy act called Death Blooms. And the host actually withdrew her offer, telling her they were, quote-unquote, we're not comfortable with the nature of the music. It's aggressive, explicit, explicit riddled, and disturbing. I am really shocked by this. Um, I mean, who cares? Who cares what music someone listens to? Uh, as long as she's not playing it loudly in your Airbnb, causing a disturbance, as long as she's not like trashing your home, inviting a bunch of people over. I mean, shouldn't Airbnb hosts care about more important things like reviews or cleanliness, respectfulness, paying up front, booking it on time? I mean... She just, Kaylee just wanted to book a room, go have a lovely time at this concert and go home. But then she gets rejected. And I, for something as simple as this, and I, and I just can't imagine how that must feel like if someone finds out that I work at a country radio station and they don't like country music so they can deny my Airbnb booking. That That's awful. That's so weird. Um, I actually just got a message from Frank from Katati. He said, it's the worst feeling in the world when you don't feel welcome somewhere. I hope she was treated as an honored guest as another at another in Airbnb. Uh, Nicole from Windsor says, this hurt my heart and I feel so bad for her. Well, luckily, the word got back to the band Death Blossoms, who shot a tweet at Airbnb about the situation. And Airbnb actually replied, if you could please send us a DM with the email address linked to your Airbnb account. We'll get a closer look at this in be right back to you. But in the meantime, Death Blooms have actually jumped at the chance to earn some money on their new Airbnb notoriety. Uh, they're selling merch that reads aggressive, explicit, riddled, and disturbing. Uh, they're set to release their debut album on October 22nd. If you're interested in listening to this heavy act, as the Airbnb host call it. But do you think it was okay for the Airbnb host to deny this booking or no? Share your thoughts. Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack. Tannery's headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie. Because it's headline in a haystack. Three headlines Amber has to identify which one is real. Her record for 2021 is 50 and 53. She's on a four game winning streak. That's the best I've done. It's the best you've done. I am shocked. I don't have a good feeling about today, but I say that every day. So let's really, just see what goes on. I think if you've learned anything from this four-day winning streak, got to have confidence in yourself for headline in a haystack. All right, here we go. Headline number one, talking duck can speak like a human. Headline number two, 
Woman finds a colony of over 100 spiders living in shampoo bottle. And headline number three, child suspended for pranking teacher for 30 straight days. Oh, man. These are tough ones today. I try to amp them up a little bit. Suspended. Okay. Um, uh, I want it to be the talking duck so bad, but I think it's um, child suspended for pranking teacher. Well, the winning streak <laughs> is officially over. Amber, you should have went with your gut. You know why? Because the talking no duck way. is absolutely no real. Way. So an Australian musk duck has been recording, recorded saying, you bloody fool. This is what it sounds like. I'm going to play it one more time. You That's bloody a fool. duck? That is a duck. I figured it would be like... <laughs> like Donald Duck. That was a pretty good duck impression. That was a pretty good duck impression. I'll keep at it. But it's the first <laughs> documented instance of the species mimicking human speech. And a hand-reared male named Ripper was recording imitating the phrase during a courtship display. Whoa. <laughs> Do you think maybe this duck in Australia maybe just heard the term you bloody fool a bunch of times and that's why it's doing it? I just think it's possessed. Yeah. <laughs> One more time. All the things all morning. Oh, literally. Makes me laugh. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Your music all day. It's what I listen to all day. Froggy 92.9. My fiance and I were on a hike the other day. Um, I believe Riverfront in Windsor. Um, you know, actually, it may have not been that one. Anyway, we go on a lot of hikes here in Sonoma County. And he saw a, hike, a sign that said, my Yakima? And I said, what What are you saying? <laughs> and then I, I found the sign. And I was like, oh, my commas. <laughs> I was like, well, my Yakima? Where'd you get that from? And he said, it's how it's spelled. And I was like, no, it's my commas. Right. My comma mountains. Like, That's the thing about Sonoma County. <laughs> there's a bunch of names that when you just read it, it's not exactly what it is at all. And you know, you and I, Tanner, we are not originally from here. You're from the state of Washington. I'm from Georgia. And I think we've come to find that Sonoma County has its fair share of commonly mispronounced places from like, you know, French named wineries to towns named after like their long ago founders with these like challenging names that we really don't know how to pronounce unless you're from here. Everything is so regional, you know? I'll never forget when you and I first moved here, our boss Jim sat us down and we went through a map of Sonoma County cities and towns and he was like, now this one's very important. It's Katati. I had someone that used to work here that called it Kodatai forever. I And I also think it was like someone that w- would do traffic breaks <laughs> as well. So they had to say it all the time. <laughs> Kodatai traffic looks great. <laughs> yeah, that was so funny. I was like, that is not how I would have said it. But thank you for correcting us. Yeah. I uh, got a message from Carrie from Gurnville who says, My town is named after Swiss sawmill owner George Gurn. It is pronounced Gurnville, not Gurneyville. Wow. Gurneyville. <laughs> I've never heard of someone doing that, but I guess, I guess there's people do. E, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Alvin from Sebastopol said, uh, although you may find a few old timers calling it Sebastopol, the common pronunciation is Sebastopol. 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 Now, I always said pool. 
I always call it Sebastopol. <laughs> Am I saying it wrong? I guess so. Jeez. Uh, Jay from Bodega says, let's set the record straight. It's Bodega, not Bodega Bay. <laughs> I'm going to go hang out at Bodega Bay. Bodega Bay. Hey, love Italian meatball, Bodega Bay. <laughs> Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to be talking to Sean. Sean is married, and Barry Martindale is going to make up a lie and say that the ring he got his wife is fake. <laughs> Hello? Hi, is this Sean? Uh, speaking, who's this? Sean, my name is Barry Martindale of Martindale & Johnson Attorney Services. I am representing your wife. Um, okay. On what, in what regard? Your wife recently had her wedding ring appraised, and it turns out the wedding ring is fake. Mm, that is absolutely not correct. Well, she her ha- wedding ring is not fake. She had it appraised by Believe three. Me, it's not fake. <laughs> she had it appraised by three businesses here in Sonoma County, and they have all agreed that the ring is fake. And uh, question for you: Why did you cheap out on her wedding ring? First of all, I can't. Uh, you know, I, I don't even know that my wife was going to reach out to anyone about this. Second of all, her wedding ring is not fake. I paid a lot of money for it. We, when we first got it, she knew it was real, and we even got it insured and. I don't know what what this is. This is absolutely not correct. Well, it is correct. I can send you the proper documents to your email address. You just got caught being cheap. And uh, what we're no. going to do here is that your who, wife who is... Are you? Who are you? Who do you think you are calling me and calling me and telling me I'm cheap? I don't even know you. You call me out of nowhere to say this, and you think you think that's okay? Well, what I do know about you is that you've been lying to your wife for the past six years. Absolutely not. That is complete bogus. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. I will definitely speak to my wife about this. First of all, uh, she's going to get an airflow going behind my back to a, an attorney to get this is ridiculous. So your wife is demanding a new ring by the end of the month or you can give her $5,000. I want whatever my wife is smoking because I don't know what, what it is. I don't know, and I don't know where, where if you're consulting her on this. Are, are you the one who's been giving her legal advice on this? Well, what if I told you that your wife put me up to this? You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Oh, my God. It's a freaking prank call. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the Morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. My fiancé had the audacity, the audacity to say this to me. He said... I've been eating nonstop. I've been eating like an absolute monster, and I just can't gain any weight. <laughs> I was in the bathroom doing my makeup, and I dropped my mascara so fast. And I stomped into the living room, and I said, Don't you ever say that to me in front of me ever again. I ate one cheese it earlier, and I gained five pounds. It is literally impossible. I can't eat anything. It's like and, you eat air, and it's carbs somehow. And it's like, <laughs> it's like... He can just cut out one thing and lose a bunch of weight. And he just eats junk all day long, I feel like. Or every time I see him at home, he's just like, chips, 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 Sour Patch Kids, beer, blah, blah, blah. I'm just like... He's down in Sour Patch Kids and he can't gain any weight? Yeah. Even I'm jealous of that. I mean, I, I just think it's so unfair how men can drop weight so easily some men at least because i think you guys have like a higher like a faster metabolism than women and we hold fat in so many different areas um 
Yeah, I'm biological, I guess. I know that must be so frustrating for you, and I'm sorry you're having that experience. I do know a lot of people, including guys, that have a really hard time putting weight. I don't know if that's, you know, quite the case for Cole, but, you know, I have a friend back home that, like, is desperately trying to gain weight. He's eating and eating and eating, and that's not the case. But Mm. as someone who's trying to lose weight, I can totally understand how that's frustrating, and especially when someone like me, I lost a bunch of weight a couple months ago, and uh, I just stopped drinking as much soda, and that's it. (laughs) And I feel so bad for people that, you know, are... You know, like you going to the gym every single day, doing this, doing that, and making a conscious effort. Yeah, it's 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 funny. It is frustrating, but it's just funny. I mean, what you are you drinking sodas again? Like, are you what are you back to that? Are you just still cutting that out? Like, what what are you doing? Nothing. Uh, uh, pretty much nothing. Just eating less so fast food and drinking less soda. And that's literally <laughs> what it, I understand that it is so unfair. And I'm so sorry to go through that. Yeah. You know, Cole dropped like a bunch of weight all of a sudden. He, he, his weight just fluctuates and he doesn't have any control over it, it seems. And I'm just like, what? where do I where do I get that? Can I sign up for this it's somehow? Just like... <laughs> <laughs> Got something to say? You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. When did you witness someone making a bad first impression? Or maybe it was you getting a lot of great responses on Facebook and Instagram. Rick from Santa Rosa says... Ran into my soon-to-be boss when I was blackout drunk, celebrating my new job. He remembered me but had no idea who I was on my first day. Uh, He called me blackout for a week and still pretends like he can't remember who I am. (laughs) That's an awesome boss. Sorry about that, right? Justine from Murder Park says, meeting Old Dominion for the first time. I was a little tipsy and I went to set down my crown and coke on the merchandise table. I set my drink on a part of an unsupported sheet and spilled my drink all over the front of my pants. That sounds like something I would do. (laughs) Caitlin from Windsor says, I met a girl who was visiting some good family friends of mine. As the girl was close to my age, they wanted me to be a good influence on her, supposedly. First thing I managed to do was tell her I didn't like her pants. Great first impression (laughs) right there. Tonight, I'm going to a San Francisco Giants game for the very first time. So my girlfriend and I are meeting with her childhood best friend that lives in Fresno and her boyfriend. So it's a unique situation because I want to make a good first impression. The boyfriend wants to make a good first impression. And I'm feeling the pressure, man. And and I'm, honest to God, nervous. Why? I don't know. I'm always just worried about first impressions. I think it really sets the tone of your relationship with that person for a long time. And it just makes me nervous. I'm, I typically don't make bad first impressions. But, Amber, do you know anyone that has? Um, You know what? I, I think I've done it before plenty of times. Actually, I know that I have. Um, and, you know, I'm not really... I wouldn't say I'm, like, a bubbly person. Mm-hmm. So I think people take that the wrong way. And sometimes my jokes are really crass and, like, kind of rude. And I don't, I don't know where... I think that's just how I was raised. So people, yeah. people take that as, oh, like, she's not very friendly. But it actually is meaning that I'm friendly if I'm joking around with you. And like one instant I can think of was I got a new soccer coach in high school and he did not like that about me. But after he got to know me, he, you know, started to like me again. But he told me at first, he was like, I got a really bad impression of you at first. It's cool that you had uh, the (laughs) ability to at least, you know, 
have your soccer coach get to know you and your personality more ended up working out. For me, it's typically the opposite. He's like, this guy's way too much. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We have Ashley from Sonoma on hold right now. Ashley, apparently someone in your life made a bad first impression on you. My husband. He and I met when we were just kids, and I kind of broke his nose over a cookie at church, and that's how we met. And he stole it and ate it. And I chased after him and threw a ball at his face without letting go of the ball, and it broke his nose. It was fabulous. We went on later to put wiffle balls on our wedding cake. <laughs> Amber and Tanner in the morning. And happening at the Sonoma County Fairgrounds June 17th through the 19th is Country Summer 2022! acts over three days and three-day passes are on sale right now at countrysummer.com. But you can win a three-day pass to Country Summer 2022 with us right now on this very show. Just give us a call, 636-1467, but you got to compete. It's the Amber Showdown! Norm from Santa Rosa, you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Oh, yeah. Norm, this is how it works, my friend. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back in and see how the two of you score. All right, you're going down, Amber. Oh, the smack talking in early. Yep, I that, love that. I don't even have to ask him to do it. He's already on board. Norm, <laughs> you just scored yourself a half a point bonus. Amber is leaving the studio, and on the line is a three-day pass to Country Summer 2022. Norm, here's question awesome. number one. Apple is going to pay Jason Sudeikis $1 million per episode next season for Ted Lasso. True or false, Jason Sudeikis used to be a cast member on Saturday Night Live. True. That is correct. You are one for five. Here's question number two. Luke Bryan recently received a bacon statue of himself during his tour stop in Wisconsin. True or false, Luke Bryan started his superstar career doing high school theater. True. That is correct. You are two for five. Here's question number three. Jay-Z is in talks to purchase the NFL team in Denver. What team would that be? A, Ravens, B, Avalanche, or C, Broncos? Broncos. That is correct. You are three for five. Here's question number four. Thomas Rhett says that he wrote country again over Zoom. How many kids does Thomas Rhett have? Two. That is incorrect. You are still at this time three for five. And here's question number five. Prince Harry turns 37 years old today. Who is Prince Harry married to? Uh, Meghan Markle. Close enough. I didn't get a first name, but that is correct. You are four for five. I'm going to bring Amber back in. Amber, our friend Norm from Santa Rosa got four and a half out of five. Wow, Norm, yeah, that was pretty good. Let's see if I could do better. Here's question number one. Apple is going to pay Jason Sudeikis $1 million per episode next season for Ted Lasso. True or false, Jason Sudeikis used to be a cast member on Saturday Night Live. True. That is correct. He was on the show for a decade. Amber, the score is one to one. Question number two. Luke Bryan recently received a bacon statue of himself during his tour stop in Wisconsin. <laughs> I love that story. True or false, Luke Bryan started his superstar career doing high school theater. I have no idea. I'm going to say true. That is correct. The score is two to two. Question number three. Jay Z's in talks to purchase the NFL team in Denver. What team would that be? A, the Ravens. B, the Avalanche. Or C, the Broncos. Broncos? 
That is correct. The score is three to three. Question number four. Thomas Rhett says that he wrote country again over Zoom. How many kids does Thomas Rhett have? Three. That is correct. Norm from Santa Rosa got that incorrect. So, Amber, you're currently up four to three. And if you remember, Norm got his half a point bonus, so he has four and a half. So it all comes down to this question right here. Prince Harry turns 37 years old today. Who is Prince Harry married to? Meghan Markle. Perfect five out of five for Amber, which means that she can continue to have that crown on her head. Norm from Santa Rosa, so sorry you are not the champion of the Amber Showdown. That's okay. I felt going to country summer. That's correct. You won a three-day pass just for playing with us. You are going June 17th, 18th, and 19th at the Sonoma County Fairgrounds. 14 acts over three days. But Norm, my friend, you still lost. You have to say the phrase. I'm not smarter than Amber. But you're going to Country Summer 2022 thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy, 92.9. What's a product that you use in a unique way? Last week, Amber and I were at Third Street Aleworks in Santa Rosa. It's our hangout spot. And a commercial came on the TV inside, and it was for a for Dove. And the actor, I saw, put deodorant on his neck after he shaved. And I was like, do people do that? Because that's completely news to me. Maybe he's got sweaty neck. You know, I always thought that you stuff know? was for your armpits. I mean, it it can be. Yeah. It can be. for. I used to have to put uh, deodorant on my upper lip. Really? You got a stinky lip? It's not stinky. It's sweats. <laughs> and like in Georgia, like no matter what, my upper lip would always sweat to the point where I just stopped wearing makeup. I've never heard of people using deodorant on other places than yeah. their armpits. Some people put it on uh, the bends in their knees. They put it on their what? feet. They put it on their feet. My mind is blown right now. Yeah. I could... I got a sweaty forehead a lot. I don't want to put some dove up there. got to watch out. <laughs> Getting a lot of great responses on Facebook, like Carol from Sonoma. She said, I use my KitchenAid mixer to hand wash my masks. We're talking about ways we use products in unique ways. Tom from Sebastopol says, I use my air fryer to store Ziploc bags when I'm not using it. Hmm. Well, I hope before he like preheats it or something, he remembers to I take it out. I cannot imagine what would happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, Amber, except for the deodorant, is there anything else that you use in a unique way? <laughs> um, you know, actually, I hope this counts, but I recently decided to use a vase or, as some people say, vase. My um, vase. To hold, like, my kitchen brush. Oh, that nice. I that I clean my dishes with. What what do you even call that? A scrubber. Yeah. Uh, so sponge? I have I have two of those. I have a small one that fits into water bottles and a big one for dishes. And I I just decided I was like, oh, I can use this face and put them in. Hey, if it looks nice, that's what counts, it right? Was, yeah. It was just really interesting way to use something. I get really frustrated when I come home from the laundromat and I find out my clothes are still wet, and so my bathroom will turn into a, a hang drying. Uh, station, <laughs> uh, the little rack like where you put your curtain and stuff like yeah. that. I just I hang my clothes up there all the time. Oh no! I hope it doesn't fall. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Every morning. Woo! Get the country on, on Froggy ninety two point nine.